0: About my girlfriend remember she's a PhD student you know so she's kind of like a comic where she's like she has this goal that seems kind of ridiculous and it's like tough and she's like <laughs> making her own hours that are long so yesterday it was so funny because yesterday um she goes in at like 7 a.m No, this morning she went at seven but yesterday she's there for like nine ten hours and i call her because i had a road gig so i'm driving back to the city i'm like you want me to pick you up and She's like, oh, like I messed up this experiment. I don't know if, if I should leave now. I feel like I'm overcompensating by staying here. And I shit you not, She so she goes, all right, pick me up. Then two minutes later, she calls me. No, 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 I'm gonna stay longer. Hangs up, pick, pull, no, 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 pick me up. I'm fucking good, I'm good I to go, hangs up. And then I, I, you know, I'm i gonna stay, and I'm just like, what. It's like comics too. It's it's, yeah. Go do that open mic, should I go do that? Should I do the hang?
1: Should I stay? Should I leave? Yeah, yeah. You're like
0: you just feel like every decision you make is gonna fuck up your career. I know. You know?
1: But for her it's like actually real. For us it's just in our head. You know what I'm saying? Like she has a real experiment going on, (laughs) like there's a real chance.
0: That's that's the saddest thing about comedy, where it's like you think like, oh, if I go, I'm going to fall behind. People are, are doing stuff and people. Yeah, I'm not. And then, like, in reality, no one, no one gives a shit, you know, well, no one
1: gives a shit about anything except their own career. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? No one cares what you you're doing unless you're like on AGT or you're filming a special or something like that. No one cares. Right. So
0: you, you say you so you say tonight you don't have any spots
1: and how many spots tonight?
0: you feel the breath like because when I, wait, I don't have course. any either and so I don't so lol like I can always do a spot at lol but yeah a lot of the comics are, are striking right now
1: wait what I didn't hear about this
0: so the cop the the, the the guy the, the the good like the good comics there
1: mm-hmm.
0: are striking because they don't want because the the pay the COVID pay has not gone back to normal it's still COVID pay there
1: can I tell you, I worked there for over a year and oh. never got paid. And I heard, I think Nick or somebody said that you have to literally go to Roy's office and be like, "Can you please pay me? Like yeah. I've been here a long time and you need to pay me, please."
0: Yeah, go me. in there and be like, "Hey, I want to be paid," and then he's gonna be like, "Sure, yeah, okay, well, it sounds good to me." I I've been thinking the thing, same thing. As soon as you walk out, he I guarantee. As soon as you turn and close the door, he goes, "Fucking asshole, come in here." To-. What? And- and then but here's the point i'm trying to make i don't know if he does that but the point i'm trying to make is like he totally does that he won't he won't do anything about it unless he has to so when i wanted to get off checks at lol i just didn't go for six to eight months every check spot he sent me drop immediately you know Ah. I i only want to do guest spots you just only put me for guest spots so i didn't go for like six to eight months and then after six to eight months I went to like visit because I was in the area, and then everyone's like, "Whoa, where you been?" Blah 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 blah, and then it just—I think he saw me there. He's like, "Oh yeah, we would love to have you back." And then I just was only doing guests now. And now I'm gonna now now so now the comics there are trying to get the pay from COVID pay to regular pay because now everything's back open, and it's the same thing. You know, we're going to hey like I you know things are back open 100 percent capacity. I think we should get our normal pay from before yes absolutely that sounds like that totally makes sense
1: of course why not
0: close the door just fucking motherfuckers asking for more and he hasn't he's making
1: so much money like it's insane
0: i know it's crazy it's crazy it's sickening to think that we you know we go there like i'll go like if tonight like if we weren't doing the strike thing i would go there for free you know and it's it's pathetic but so right now the comics there um
1: like who like casey and
0: case like the um, comics that like are the good comics there so like like is
1: you
0: know. OC still there OC yeah OC's one I of them I love us. OC and um they basically invited me they were like it's not everyone it's just the people that we think are funny so um so yeah I was not invited
1: but I haven't been back there since then Yeah you just of- you
0: just haven't been there you definitely would be you're a killer man I I, I it's funny cuz I've seen you you maybe started like a year or two after me, maybe three years after me. No, I was in LA.
1: We, I think we started at the same time, or you started a year after me, because when did you start?
0: Um, I'm seven years next month.
1: So are you counting the pandemic as a year?
0: Oh, yeah, I can, absolutely, yeah.
1: But you performed throughout the pandemic?
0: I took a month off, and then I was like. Oh, OK,
1: see, I feel like I took the year off. I mean, I, I guess I did Zoom shows, but I feel like they don't count. But if if I had been, if I count the pandemic, then it's seven and a half years. So I've actually been doing a little bit longer than you because I started at the very end of 2013, beginning of 2014.
0: I think you could knock down like a, for me, I would knock down maybe like just that time I didn't perform. So maybe, but.
1: So maybe like seven um, years, but I'm seven years in.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah, All right. Well I haven't again. seen you. I've only even seen when did you move the to, to New York? I
1: moved back to New York in twenty like end of twenty sixteen, beginning of twenty seventeen. So okay. the first three years I was in LA and then I moved back to New York. So
0: Yeah. But so I've seen you just like, you know, I've seen you since you got here kind of. We do a lot of the same shows. I've seen like Gotten yeah. really good. Like Thank you. I see you, better, you. better, 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 better um so i feel the same way
1: about you i feel like we're at a different level now you know what i mean
0: i think for both of us it's one of those situations where it's like um i think we're both very hardworking. i don't know if that's from asian
1: that's the asian part of us
0: (laughs) parents but i think we just kind of have that like get up and 11 million times a day you know yeah no breaks like writing like we're doing everything we can to further ourselves um yeah so it's just kind of a natural uh regression i feel like So
1: how come you don't use james yay camacho on stage is oh, it yay no. or Ye?
0: it's yay it's yay i forgot but it was for i think it was. i think i had this because i was doing auditions on zoom for a little bit so i wanted the show was a little more diverse <laughs> i was like
1: why, why is this the first time i'm seeing yay i'm I like right.
0: i should put it back but yeah i was literally i if you look at my imdb i put the y in there just to, you know the show i'm um, uh, a mixed race you know
1: well, it's funny because my real last name is shah like s-h-a-h which is a very indian or middle eastern last name yeah and i changed uh it to Vi when like I moved to LA to be an actor because everyone's like, oh, you're so ethnically ambiguous. Like you should be more, like if you say Shaw, people will just know and you won't get any other roles. And I was like, I'm not getting roles anyway. So that's how I started the buy thing
0: oh so that's not your did you illegally change it or that's like you just no i didn't legally change
1: i changed my stage
0: name yeah it's so interesting that people have stage i just never even i guess my name is good my last name is great it's camacho so it's camacho great. is great that's a
1: great no name <laughs> that's like a porn name it could be anything you want it to be it could be your porn name too you're
0: really like when it's camacho it's so it's so sad though because like camacho is like it sounds strong because macho and all that shit. but it is funny when you're like you're starting at something and you're like like an open mic in Camacho, you know? It always like makes it sound stupid. Like, really? Well,
1: kind really? of like, I remember when I first met you, I'm like, James Camacho? Like, is that his real last name? Like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, what a douchebag, you
0: know? No, I'm kidding. Dude, that's why I get so many looks when I meet people. That makes total sense. <laughs> Oh, I never even thought of it. That is such a douchebag thing. Like, this guy calls himself Camacho. Camacho?
1: Like, who it is he? It,
0: it doesn't make sense because you see me. And I'm not, like, a big guy. And, like, no. I look we, like I look Asian-y, but not so, like, Camacho. You must have been. What do you
1: me. get the most? Because, like, I'm actually full Indian. But, like, nobody. That's never in, like, the top three. It's so rare that somebody guesses Indian.
0: You get You get you get, Look, to me, it's funny because my girlfriend. She's I half, get, right? She's half. She yeah. so, but she 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 to me looks Indian. I like a mix. like you look like a mix.
1: yeah, that's what people tell me all the time, but I'm not.
0: But I know Indians because I grew up in Edison, so I've been
1: right. Um, so you Indian. know that's like the hub,
0: yeah, but my girlfriend, like it's funny, we'll go out in public and people will be like, oh man, like you got a, you know, you got a white girl there. Oh, you shut up, white girl. I'm like, I'm like, you not see that. She- Indian at all and they just don't like it's crazy it comes well, from that's weird people. because i don't get
1: white i don't get white i used to get like uh latina Me- or like when i lived when i growing up in new york i got uh puerto rican the most and then uh when i moved to la for three years everyone thought i was persian and persian. i'd like never gotten that before but there's such a huge Persian persian population out there yeah and they would like be like no you're persian i'd be like no i'm not and they'd get they get like mad at me for not speaking to them in farsi I, I, like persians would be mad at me like i'm denying my persian culture and i'm like dude i'm not persian what do you want me to do about it
0: you know what i'm starting to learn about race as i get older it doesn't even, it almost doesn't even matter what race you are it just matters. One, what you really look, what you look like, and two, how people like like you,
1: how people perceive you.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I get like, I get people just call me. You're like a white. You're just a white dude, you know. And they treat me like I have white privilege and I'm a douchebag, you know. Um, and also when people like don't like, I have a, I have a on TikTok. I'll post some like race jokes sometimes. Yeah. And the people think it's offensive. They just go. Shut up. You're just white, probably. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It doesn't matter what I am at all. It's just like what people how perceive people you
1: as, like, yeah. You know? Like you yeah. could
0: be like a light skinned black dude, and it's just that's a sad thing. It's like people are just gonna perceive you as what you look like, you know.
1: Well, you know, you know Troy Bond, right?
0: Yeah, Troy's black
1: he's half black but he looks white completely you know i mean i i can tell now that he's mixed yeah you know but it's like when you first meet him he just looks like a white guy
0: he looks like a oh like, yeah
1: and then you see pictures of his like brothers and his dad and you're like oh okay you know he has to tell people he's half white half black but he doesn't deal with I mean at least on the surface i'm sure he deals with a lot of stuff. i can't assume what he deals with and what he doesn't but like that's gonna be really
0: tough because i mean that's like it kind of is like chinese puerto rican where it's so just opposite races with yeah kind of cultures like you got white where it's like how you doing how to do skiddily do and then yeah black. it's just like so crazy you know
1: yeah i don't know i guess it's like it's tough but it's weird growing up to be like people just perceive me as something different and yeah and it's like almost like you realize it's it's i've never had anything bad like it's never been terrible or anything like that but it's like i can tell by the way i get treated that somebody thinks i'm lower than them yeah you know and i'm like i don't know what race they think i am but they think i'm not as good as them and then you're like I'm like okay well this is what it feels like to to be treated this way you know whether you are or not and it sucks
0: so I, I always I have this joke where it's like you never it's not great being mixed because you're never you're always like the lesser half you know when you're hanging out with the race so like anytime I go to a Chinese function I just feel Puerto Rican I get looked at differently but when I go to a Puerto yeah. Rican functions I feel Chinese like I looked at differently yeah and um it's the same it's, it's just I just felt like that like uh my whole life you know like
1: yeah I feel like my identity it just it's weird because you I feel like there's no I feel like I don't have like a strong identity in a way yeah because it's almost like in some ways it's great like you, I feel like a chameleon because mm-hmm. I can fit into almost any you know like you
0: can't fit in I know, I'm just saying from my experience, like you never really fit in perfectly, you know. No,
1: no, you never fit in perfectly. But yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess for me it's different because I'm not mixed race. Yeah. So it's like I have the experience of being different. It's all about looks. It's all yeah. the whole world is about looks.
0: Everyone's so yeah. full shit where they say looks don't matter. It's but not- I think
1: the funniest is when people like just argue with me and I've had that happen so many times that I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know what I am. Yeah. You know? It's like no. And I'm like, that is, that is privilege right there. Are you telling me that I'm different than what I am <laughs> and being so sure about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a, yeah, it's a fucking... Um, everyone's so full of shit. It's all about looks. They really are. They really are. But, but um, what are you...
1: Growing up, did you get bullied about it?
0: Did I get bullied? No. So when I was growing up, I did get bullied, but I don't... I think it was because I was... Uh, when i was very young i was over like i got bullied a lot in middle school you know okay and then i got to high school i was cooler and then i got to college and i was pretty cool too but i was hanging with like really like like alpha kind of dudes you know like just when you go on McDougal off the wagon type of dudes you know oh god it was a little tough yeah but those dudes but i was just like i was so i was um i looked way more asian when i was a kid i was like a chubby asian kid my hair naturally is kind of poofy Asian. So I had glasses and I like- I want to see
1: pregnant. a picture. I really oh, do.
0: It's, it's, it's horrific. Um, actually, I, I'll post the, I'll show, I'll send you some. If you go, through, if you scroll through my Instagram, there's there's gotta be a, there's a fat one down there. Well,
1: it's funny is like, you don't know people who are chubby because you don't look like you grew up chubby at all.
0: I get, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and then you realize you're like, wow, it's a really different experience when you,
0: well, I'm almost glad yeah. I had it because I do have like more sympathy for yeah. like, I, I'm just more like, not, I'm not an asshole. Yeah. Because I have, ex- I've had experience of being bullied and like yeah. feeling like shit, you know, and being That's made- how I feel.
1: I feel like maybe one of the reasons, like, cause I, you're always like, why is this happening to me? And as I get older, I'm like, maybe it's so I wouldn't grow up to be an asshole. Yeah. Because you know, I got bullied a lot, a lot as a kid. Like, yeah. I, had, I had a unibrow, like, they were super thick, I had a little mustache going on, I had, like, these big, big glasses, uh, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup, um, I wasn't allowed to wear contact lenses, so, and Look. my parents, like, I, we, we, I grew up poor, and my parents, like, had no, they did not care about, like, me looking cool, like, I never had the cool clothing, never the cool, you know, shoes, so I just always looked... I don't know, I just always look like a weirdo. You so, know.
0: First where did you where did you go to high school? I'm not saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is it that bad? Okay. Okay.
1: It's traumatic.
0: Okay. 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 That's fine. No, that's that's totally cool. That's a this is the first I've done 120 episodes. No one's been like, I'm not fucking telling you shit. I'm
1: not telling you I'm not shit, man. I'm not telling
0: you where the body's buried. Oh, oh all right. I need my lawyer
1: you gotta look so deep into my past
0: okay okay no that's that's interesting no did you get this so I my mom is the Asian one Chinese one she basically raised me so I had a very Asian upbringing with the glasses bro she to this day she tells me
1: why don't you wear your
0: glasses I know we are nice in them I'm like no I don't I get this shit kicked out of me when I wear them people I look nerdy like you're wrong you're just totally I look better with my like I will say when I have my glasses on, I don't look gross, but it's not better when I don't have them on. Like you got to be kidding! But she, my whole life, she goes, "Why don't you wear? You don't know to wear contact. Like, it, 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 you look but at strange.
1: least she got you contacts. Like my mom refused. They were like, "No, just no." Like I couldn't get a driver's license either. Yeah, it's like it's like they just did everything they could to just keep me. <laughs> with
0: yeah, that. see, and I I had like, I had those. That that was my mom's initial reactionary thing. you can't get your license, you can't drive my car. But then she would eventually let up at a certain point, you know. Like glasses, dude. Oh, contacts, a big responsibility. Blah 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 blah. I don't. Yeah. And then cell phone, you can't have a cell. And then eventually she would get me one. But why? I
1: feel like that's because you're a boy, and maybe because your mom was raising you, so it was like different. But like, I couldn't get away with shit with my dad. Like my mom might bend. Because I could like convince her to do stuff, you know, like you'd be really right. nice to her and like convince her. But my dad was just like, nope. And there was no there was no talking. There was no conversation.
0: Right. So. Was- so that's how you grew up. Kind of you. Up, you kind of grew up with the uh, overbearing. See, actually, yeah, my dad wasn't my dad was just. My, dad my dad's Puerto Rican. So he's very just like, hey. You know, you do what you want, you're gonna, you're, you'll figure it out. Like that was his whole motto. Like I have a joke. Were they
1: married or were, did you grow up?
0: Like were you married? No, they're married, kids? yeah, they're married. Okay, my, yeah. my dad is like old school where it's just like, I I make the money, I come home, I need my dinner and then I, need, I just chill. I don't need to do anything. And my mom, woman <laughs> does all the shit in the house. Like clean, cook.
1: Oh, my dad did the same, my dad did the same thing. I think it's that generation of men who just were like, it's not my job, you know. I don't think my dad's ever changed a diaper.
0: He's never disciplined me. That's what I'm interested to hear. Oh, inter weird. Never discipline. Never, never discipline. So your me. mom
1: always did all the disciplining.
0: My mom did everything, and then you know she would try to bring it up to my dad. And my dad like, hey, you know, uh, he's a kid. What are you gonna like? That's it. Like that's literally. Then he'd look at me like, hey, you know, just need your mom, and then he would just <laughs> like just trot off. <laughs> literally nothing. Never said you can't do this. You can't do that. I think it's
1: amazing, though.
0: It's not. See, you think it's amazing, but you don't really, like, you want... It's not like you were
1: doing drugs. It sounds like you were a good kid.
0: No, I I was getting drunk as shit all the time. I was smoking weed. I was doing... And even when I got in trouble, like, in school, I've been arrested a few times. What? This is where it's a problem. So it sounds cool on I had
1: no idea you were arrested.
0: I was... Dude, I was... (laughs) you got a
1: Camacho man. That name's real. You earned man, it. That
0: name, that name had a, uh, that name was, uh, I was living up to that name in high school. Um, here's the thing. It's cool when your dad is like the chill dad, you know? But then when it comes to like, yo, I got arrested or my girlfriend broke up with me or I needed a talking to, I need like a right. man then when it's when it's still like
1: yeah you know you gotta figure it out that's gonna win you know whatever
0: you know ah, that's the way it is that's just, that's what he would say to me all that's just the way it that's is.
1: probably because like that's how his dad was to him where he probably didn't get the talk of like
0: no that's a, that's 100 percent probably what it was. right probably the same thing yeah
1: yeah so, so i feel like go, this stuff is like generational because i feel like my dad was so hard on me so like he was i mean my dad's like insanely controlling he's abusive and i uh not like like not like he's, he hit us, but like, that was kind of accepted in our culture, you know, I'm sure in yours too, but, um, but like, he was like emotionally abusive, verbally abusive, you know, luckily never sexually. Abused, so I, I can say I'm not like that level,
0: but, uh, it's, it's kind of funny where it's not funny, but it's like each, all those boxes, but it's just that that's the one where like, Oh, like you can get him in trouble for yeah, Mentally I can't get him in trouble for any of any the other shit. If it's all, as long as that's sexual, it's like, ah,
1: oh, what are you going to do? You know, it's uh, the culture. Just, just missed it. I just missed my
0: window. <laughs> yeah, you ruined your childhood, but uh, as long as he didn't touch you.
1: Yeah, he didn't ruin it enough, I guess. But I called child services on my dad. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So when I was, <laughs> my oh, dad was is. such an asshole. And when I was little, I used to write on the walls when he would make, like and i'd like right behind the sofa i'd write things like i hate my dad i hate daddy i used to write it in um uh eraser so he couldn't see it i don't know why like don't ask me why Like this is my only act out was i would like act out in my house and i had nowhere to go so this is what i did and then one day they came to our house Wow. And the woman, I still remember the woman getting, and of course, when they come to my house, I'm like, oh, daddy, dad, like, I'm like the perfect daughter when they're there, right? So yeah. they're like, so confused. And then she'd ask me, she's like, is there anything wrong? And I'm like, no, well, I didn't, cause I didn't actually call child services. It was the teachers that called child services. So not, not me. I didn't actually like call them, Okay. but like they knew something was wrong in my house, I guess. And, um, I was the reason child service was called and, the woman one day was like she she was there and i was like like sitting next to my dad you know probably like holding his hand and then she's asking me i'm like yeah no there's nothing wrong my dad's like yeah i don't know why you're here and then she's like well then why does it say like i hate daddy in the and i was like oh shit i'm gonna get in trouble for this one you know like that's all so your teacher called why would your teacher call? So, uh, apparently I wrote this letter in second grade. I wrote about my dad dying. <laughs> like I wrote this letter about my father dying and then my teacher called a parent teacher conference. Okay. And like my dad shows up. And the teacher was like, "What?" And he shows up and I'm like, "Hey daddy." And she was like she thought my dad was dead because of the way I wrote the letter. Yeah. And like I get I don't really understand this stuff. Like I have these memories and then she was so confused when she saw my dad walk in. And I think that's why she called child protective service. Yeah,
0: I would I would kind of think something was weird too. If you're like writing stuff that he's dead. Like yeah. It's <laughs> like Alright. We uh...
1: And I don't remember like I don't remember like writing it but i saw the letter when i was like like i guess years later when i was like cleaning out my stuff as a kid and i remember seeing the letter and being like wow you know like there was some something was wrong growing up and so i guess for me when you like describe your father i'm just like oh that just seems like such a nicer childhood but you're right like i guess it has to be something in the middle because you didn't have any guidance
0: no, no guidance. I had,
1: like, total, like, no, like, there was no freedom, right? I had no freedom. You had no guidance. And in a way, I didn't really have guidance either, because for my dad, it was, like, my way or the highway. Yeah. Um, and then I realized, I'm like, you need something in the middle. You need something where the guy's going to step in when it's important, but not so much that they stifle, like, your entire upbringing, you yeah. know? So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you, now, so... Okay, so let's start off with this. So in school, I remember you, we, we talked about it a bit. You were a loser. Like, let's just put so, it. So,
1: so like, even if I look back at myself now, if I met myself in high school, I'd be like, Ugh, I don't want to hang out with that girl.
0: Same way. My therapist is like, don't you feel bad for yourself? I'm like, no, I was a
1: fucking nerd. What are you talking no, about? No, I was terrible. I'm like, my own ass. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I had just, I wore, like, two outfits to school every day. My mom would, like, wash them. So it's, like, yeah. I just looked like this horrible kid who, like, nobody cared about. And I had, like, facial hair as a girl in school. Like, do you know how terrible that is? You don't know. <laughs>
0: I, there were girls in my school that had facial hair. And, yeah, it, it, it's... It's tough to get into parties when you got a facial hair. And
1: you're just like, why wouldn't your parents do something about that, you know? That's what what I want to ask you, too. So
0: you you said you you had glasses, you couldn't get contacts, couldn't get your license, you had facial hair, two pairs of clothing.
1: Like, it all- Well, like, that was only one year. I had two pairs. But like, I always had, like, the shitty clothes, you know, from Kmart. Before right. Kmart had like cool clothes, you know? Like now they have like designers and shit and like there's sure. Target. I feel like now if you're poor or like working class, you have much better options. Absolutely, yeah. Right? But like, I think when we were growing up, it was like, there was like nice clothes and then there was just shitty Kmart clothing.
0: But do you think it's kind of like, it's because I kind of felt like this growing up, because my parents were the same way, like I said, but then, you know, they let up, but it's almost you almost like, you almost want to blame your parents. It's like, hey, like I'm your kid, don't you want me to be like cool and like like have a, not get the shit kicked out of me when I go to school or like not cry every day, like, or make me look presentable? Yeah. Like, why would you, what, I don't understand, like I I'm a know. kid, you know?
1: I think like my parents just didn't understand the concept of it, you know? Also yeah. both my parents worked and my mom worked, um, my mom worked at the post office as a mail sorter you know, so she had like a very blue collar job, and she was not home during the day. So the the only time I saw my mother growing up was in the mornings, mm-hmm. and then she'd go to work when I was at school, and she wouldn't come back till like midnight. Oh wow. So she had like that three to midnight shift, three to eleven shift or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I like never saw her. So in a way, I was it was just like me and my dad. Yeah. And I think that's why it was also like worse because there was nobody to like stop him from. Right. Just being a crazy person, you know. Right. Um, but I guess like when I was younger, I just had a lot of anger, I think, and I didn't understand it. Um, but every time I, I would try to fight back. Like this kid once, he like took my took my um, report card, mm-hmm. and I he and he went to like spit. He was like, <sighs> and then I spit in his face. yeah I know and then he spit in my face right
0: back (laughs) oh my god
1: and that was the end and that was the end like the whole everyone else everyone in the room just stopped and then but then he never bothered me again after that right right you (laughs) know but it's like it's like I fought back but when I fought back against the girls I would lose
0: why is that like
1: because girls are just freaking meaner I guess or maybe like as a guy he thought he would get in trouble if he hit me you know it's a different thing when a guy hits a girl versus you get in trouble spit on you no he didn't what the fuck I didn't get in trouble either not neither of us got in trouble
0: uh, but I think like you spit on him. And I if, 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 if a girl spits on a guy, everyone's like, "Whoa, what did you say? Did you grab her ass?" But if a yeah. guy spits on a girl, it's just like, "You're a fucking..." Oh, guy. I
1: remember because I had my glasses on, and I remember yeah. like the spit hit my glasses. Oh, I just,
0: ripped <laughs> down, just ripped down, just drip down. You took him oh, yeah. up with your with your shirt.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I remember like I snatched my report card back, and I was like, "That's right, he's never like." I guess I felt like it was a victory, even though he spat like right in my face after I did it. No, I, guess, he, I didn't realize I had it in me to spit in his face.
0: I think it's a victory because he probably, this is the thing with bullies. They think the, the, the people they're bullying never fight back. They're weak, you know? Yeah. So they're, they're just, they slap them around. It's like, oh, yes, sir, another, you know? And when you fight back, usually a lot of times they're just like, oh, like, you know, I'm not going to, yeah. you
1: know.
0: It's not it. worth it for it's them, bad. right? Like,
1: it's just not worth it. So... Did you
0: that happen a lot though? Like people like, like spitting on yeah, you? Yeah, like or... they
1: used to call me Punjab. <laughs> oh like... my god.
0: That's not even a good, that's, a... that's just racist. That's not even a good name. <laughs> it's
1: like, <laughs> I mean, looking back, like it's kind of insane. Like I can't believe I had that childhood, but I think yeah. it made me very like, it made me um very self-reliant, very independent. Like I was very—I never brought my p- problems to my parents, because I knew I would get in trouble. I knew I would be blamed, even if—oh yeah—because that's just who my dad was, you know. My—and and I like—I try to like—I have a therapist too, because obviously like, dealing with that kind of childhood, I was totally messed up for so long. But um, you know, I think my dad had a similar experience when he was young, because he was like super poor in India. Like he was one level above living on the streets. Like, I went to India and I saw his um, his, like, their apartment. Yeah. And it was the size of my kitchen.
0: Oh, my goodness. And, like,
1: six people lived there. Yeah,
0: yeah. You yeah. know,
1: and, like, they had, like, a common latrine. He said, when he was a kid, they didn't have running water. Like, so he grew up in such a harsh, like, world. And I think his schooling was like that. Like, he went alone to school. He said, he told me that I'm lucky because he's, like, in school, they used to hit them with rulers the teachers and like the parents never did anything so i think for him it was like he's just passing on yeah the way he was raised which was completely like there's it would for him it was just like you do what you have to do for your family and that's it and like you don't count it's like your family is the thing that's important not the individual
0: yeah that's that's definitely something um that's awkward about when you just like especially now when kids are trying to be like mom Mom, you like you know you emotionally blah 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 me you know like oh you you didn't show me attention and you're a piece of shit it's just like you're talking to like immigrant parents you're talking to someone that literally like Shit in a bucket, you know?
1: Yeah, and they don't get it. You know, yeah. they're like, I don't care that you have. My dad's like, you should be happy you have clothing. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like... My dad was like, he's like, I wore half pants until I was 14, you know? And I was like, what are yeah. half pants? They're shorts, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you're complaining about, why don't I have Gucci pants?
0: And like, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> you have any pants. Like, that's great.
1: So they just, but the thing is, they can't relate. And in yeah. a way, like, I get it. He didn't know how to parent better, even though I feel like, it's not real. I don't want to excuse it because, like, what he did was kind of messed up, you know. But that's what my like therapist he... says.
0: I try to go what? on. And say, well, my mom grew up, you know, in a, in a in a creek. You know, she lived with crocodiles. Like, I'll just say, like, you know, just like she grew up like poor. This immigrant, bod, you know, she so swam the fucking Atlantic to come to the America. That's insane. Huh? That's insane, by the way. I'm 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 exaggerating everything, but she sure. she grew up in a farm in Taiwan. You know, like I've been there. It's a nice big house, but it's just like like farm. You know? Yeah. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and no no internet, all that shit. So I try to tell like I I I, I hate to feel be, be like you're emotionally you know you emotionally blah blah me. Like I tell my therapist my therapist always tells me like well that's still no excuse. You know? That's yeah. That's so so, i'm just kind of like um relating to what you're what you're about to say yeah
1: like it's it's still no excuse i mean like my mom wasn't like that you know right right yeah my mom wasn't abusive at all like my mom you know unfortunately she had to work like she had to work a very tough job and she i never saw her so maybe that's why like i don't it felt like i grew up with a mom that like visited you know she wasn't there like she didn't teach me how to shave my legs she didn't teach me to like take care of my pluck my eyebrows she has no body hair the woman has no freaking body hair and i came out like like my dad you know like this yeah and so like these little things that you you know they're not like they're not terrible things i mean women have body hair and you take care of it but like when you don't know and you're 13 years old and you have like yeah you know you start to smell bad and you're like what the hell is going on with my body you know and right. you just you don't have anyone to answer questions like yeah. my mom didn't give me a sex talk yeah but luckily like in school we learn that stuff i i you know i learned that like there's tons of places in america where they don't teach sex ed
0: yeah my school didn't teach sex ed
1: no, in okay. did you grow up in New York?
0: I grew up in New Jersey, which and they didn't
1: teach sex ed.
0: There should be a, there was a ma- yeah you think Jersey there'd be a major on STD, but no. Yeah. No sex ed, nothing. Damn. But that whole thing, everyone's like, oh, we had that class where you put the fucking condom on the banana. Yeah. Never, we had that never, class. Never had. I'm that
1: like grateful for that class because I would never have known because my parents didn't tell me shit.
0: I wanna I wanna bring this up, so I feel like so when did so I. When did you learn how to, like, I guess, be a girl, like? College. The hair. Okay, so the hair, uh, what is it called? My oh, daughter. I
1: got to college. It was like, I get threaded. Yes. But I got to college and my roommate was like, uh-uh, this is not okay. And, there like, no. she literally started tweezing my hair. You saved, you saved your life, dude. She saved my
0: life. she's <laughs> like, we're going to make you, give you a makeover. We're going to make you presentable. I just feel like so you had it from like because your mom wasn't around but my dad like i said my dad just like blows by the wind he was hands off right hands off. so i never had that like learn how to fight never how to talk to girls never like sports like i was not athletic like i wanted to play sports but i just never had like a like a like a guy like a guy
1: yeah like, to be like yeah this is you know what yeah. you should do right so i had to learn that like
0: from Probably like when I got to high school and college, when I was like, like I would hang around with these like really fucking like alpha, like I'm talking like the frattiest dudes that would like literally smash beer cans over their oh fucking gosh. head. Yeah. And I always felt like we, like I always just felt like I was like, kind of like learning how to be a douchebag in a way. You know? <laughs> like
1: Earning that commercial to, name, man.
0: <laughs> I had to live up to my name, dude but I never had that, like, just, and just, I remember, I'll never forget, like um, the first time I kind of like saw a guy flirt with a girl, I was like hanging out with this dude, this, this kid, he was like a big troublemaker in middle school, but he was like dating like the most beautiful girl at the time. Of course. And I just remember him talking to her and he was just being a complete dick to her. Yeah. i just remember like he was chewing gum taking the wrapper and like throwing in her cleavage and like ew yeah just being but she was like loving it and he's like giggle and she's giggling i'm like i remember thinking like oh you got to be like a dick to girls yeah which at the time you know that works when you're younger yeah now, if I go it, to a you older.
1: yeah
0: if i might throw gum wrappers in a girl's cleavage now i you know I, you know can't do comedy after
1: i i don't think you're i don't think your girlfriend would like that very much
0: no no <laughs>
1: I think she'd but, punch you in the face. I've met her.
0: So. Yeah, it'd be yeah. She would. It would be bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's. I remember. I just remember that. I'm like, oh, like, and that's that's the thing. You get impressionable. You see that, and like that's obviously not the way you want to do it. But you you kind of wish you had a guy, a dad, or something like a dude, a brother, maybe to be like. Yeah, if you want to take a girl, like just be cool, maybe that's it. Just be cool, not like be, yeah, sick, like, but, like
1: be nice to her, you know. Maybe you say something yeah. nice to her, compliment her, but when but did, you're learned, not I a did. dick, so like you did learn this eventually.
0: But I learned, dude, I was like a late, like I had when did you learn? Early. Huh,
1: when did you learn?
0: So I had sex early on, but I didn't learn how to like talk to women and like really know how to communicate with them until like my late, like not late 20s, because my early 20s. But like yeah, out of college. That's when a- I like,
1: a- after college. After college,
0: I was like wow. a douchebag, for still like, asshole douchebag, like, you know, get my numbers up. Like, that's just thought I thought that's what you had to do. And it wasn't until like, it's because I still had that mentality a little bit in my early 20s, but I was just way more respectful, you know. Yeah. I would be like, hey, listen, like I don't think this is gonna I don't think this is it or like oh, I just don't think bubble. and if a girl or a girl would dump me, I'd be like, ah, you know, whatever. There's plenty of fish in the sea, you know, like I'd be just, you know be, like I would walk girls home. I would go out of my way a little more, just be nice, yeah. to me, you know.
1: But what but you just like you figured it out or did somebody teach you that? No,
0: I figured it out. It's just from it it was just from like it was from therapy. But yeah. then like, you know, I went through a fun little phase where I was like, you know Dating multiple girls, and I just kind of learned what worked and what worked. When you get older, like I said, it's being kind of like, like a, like a, like a cool, nice guy, you know? Yeah. Like, not like not too cool where you're a dick. You're not texting them back. Like my girlfriend yeah. tells me, like, you, I, like, we, the the first night we banged, I texted her the <laughs> next day
1: well the fact that you said bang <laughs> means there's still a yeah. little douchebag
0: it's in still life. in there yeah i still have a little little colloquial <laughs> can't shake off
1: first night we banged
0: like, my slam piece um but i texted the next day like had a great time would love to hang out like i just and she's like oh most guys like do that bullshit where it's like 48 hour rule blah 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 blah. Well, you like, know what's
1: surprising is that's like what guys do even now like so you learn young yeah. what to do there there are guys in their 30s that still do what you do you know there, there are probably guys in their 40s that do that too and you're just like it's unfortunate because you were also like a product of your environment so no one taught you the only thing you had was like those douchebags in high school and so that's what you think it is that's what you think our relationship is with women yeah yeah, um, yeah. and I think that like I'm grateful that now things like for this generation now, like those Gen Zers, that it is changing, you know, like no actually means no now. Like I remember, I remember in, when I was in college, like a girl would be like, you can't say yes to a guy. You have to say no. And then you have to say yes and no and yes. So there was like that cat and mouse game. Yeah. And then it's confusing. It's confusing for women. It's well, confusing for men, but like we weren't allowed to be sexual. I wasn't allowed to be, yeah, like I'll say this, have sexual needs and not be called a slut, you know.
0: About yes, no, yes, no. If you're a guy that knows what's going on, you can, like, you can just, you can interpret. We which, well, yes,
1: I agree. I agree yeah.
0: with you. But most guys are just like, I think they just ignore their instincts. They just hear yes, woo, or they hear no, they're like, come on, fuck, you know, like i think that a smart guy a good guy will even if a girl says yes it could be no like they they, they kind of well like, that's
1: the thing is like i remember a guy from when the whole me too movement and the um times that movement came out i remember a guy a friend of mine was like well why don't you guys just say no yeah, and fine. i was like i mean he's like does that mean i have to ask permission to kiss you and touch your arm and you're like i'm like no but like yeah. sex is not a singular activity like, you know it's okay. Like, even if we have sex, you know you can't just, like, stick it in a girl's butt. Like, you know that instinctively. But you don't, like, why is it that you don't know that you can't just have, like, you should, she should want to have sex, too. Yeah. And you can tell, like, 90, 80 or 90% of our communication is nonverbal. Physical. Yeah, you can tell when somebody doesn't want to do something. They don't have to say no. It's just that you want to ignore that and just think about your own needs.
0: Yeah and you get desperate, you start throwing Hail Marys and shit. It's like overcompensating, especially cuz you feel like you are losing, you know, so you just it's just I just want to yeah, get Yeah, but it. I
1: remember being younger and like a, being saying no to a guy and then he's like, "Come on, come on." Yeah, and you're yeah, yeah. just like, "No, no." And then at some point a girl is going to give in because she's so afraid that something's going to happen to her, you know? Yeah. And I think that, like, luckily, like now they're having these conversations where, like, that's not okay. But I, I, I almost think like guys who are like, I don't know what I can do with a girl. I'm like, yes, you do. You just need to pay attention. Like, you know, you don't want to do something. You don't always say no, right? You just your yeah. body changes. Like your whole body, like the yeah just shuts it's, down. I think.
0: Yeah, it, it's. But I do think some people. They can't read. the, read the signs, you know. But
1: they, but they can. They absolutely can. Because it was another
0: interpret dude. can I,
1: I mean, I think that's like ridiculous. We interpret signs like that all the time.
0: I think we're just smarter. I think some people, like a lot of guys, are dumb. Like really dumb.
1: But I don't think that's... it's like. But that's not an excuse. You're no, would to not... say that's not an excuse. No,
0: no excuse. I'm just saying like if you want to figure out why guys are still doing that or like, you're like in your thirties right now, there's still got, it's cause they're like, they're like, they're dumb, you know, and they're desperate. It's like,
1: like I also think hey like, not, I gotta don't... get
0: laid. You're just like, gonna be like, dude. But I also
1: think it's like a lot of guys aren't taught that women are like equals.
0: Sure. You know? Yeah. I agree. That, yeah.
1: I think a lot of guys are just taught about women in the context of sex mm-hmm. and objectivity. And like, look at porn. You know, yeah, like, it's yeah. just put such a ridiculous, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't even look at girls in porn like, this is going to sound like bad, but I just look at it as fantasy. Like, I just don't even look at it like real life, you know, I'm like. But if you're 20
1: rat. years old and you grew up in this era where this is what you were exposed to this, like as a teenager, yeah. this is all, you know, like, of course, you're going to think that that's reality, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just feel like I know a lot of uh, like comics who are in their 20s and and they're just like porn has messed up my entire like idea of what it means to be with a woman.
0: Uh, you got to have actual sex. To, when you figure out when you start having actual sex, I think you kind of figure out things like, oh, like um, it's not like like a guy like a, a porn star is doing a good job, you know, like that. That is like he's a professional for a reason can't fuck like a porn star as it's like like if you just see it and do it like you're not going to be that good
1: but also like no girl wants you to come on her face like no girl not one woman I've ever spoken to has ever been like yeah do it I love that you know that's
0: that's the fantasy of it but the actual like like orgasming all that like all that shit like like doing a good job um what's it called oh The word escapes me. Before sex, what's what's it called? Foreplay. Foreplay. Good foreplay. Like like, be not being selfish. Like like, making like. Right,
1: but like, why is fantasy gotta be like? Why is the fantasy have to be being disrespectful to a woman? Like, why is that the fantasy? I
0: don't know. I guess I
1: don't. I don't understand that. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I I mean, there's I hundred percent. There's weird stuff out there, but. When I watch porn, it's never. It's pretty like. Uh, I watch like. Uh, James is like, I watch
1: good porn. I watch. Porn. I just want everyone to know. I watch
0: porn where the guy comes in a sock at the end.
1: <laughs> I watch porn where the guy's alone and he's just. Checking. Yeah. It's I watch, just masturbation. I watch
0: first. and then, they, then they bang.
1: I but. guess I don't know. I that that's the kind of stuff where I'm like. I mean, what are you being taught? You're being taught that like if there's a subliminal thing like you're just being taught that women are like these i don't know
0: yeah sure, i i know yours. It like no, yeah
1: i don't even know the word just I think like receptacles have, you know that's what it feels yeah.
0: like no i and i look i know all these things have definitely have influences but i still think it takes like someone that's really can't be that smart if they're seeing that and then in real life they're going oh, you like <laughs> It's kinda of dumb. It's like when you play GTA and then you go out, you can't just start robbing people. Like <laughs> it's, the real, it's the real world, man. So but I people
1: think, don't know that. Like you know that. They're they're definitely kids there then, that don't know then that. Then
0: if you if you watch porn and think you can pick up a girl and fucking fuck her for like ten minutes standing up like and not like wanna not have your legs collapse. Like <laughs> I mean, God bless you, dude. Then if you're that fucking Superman, but I'm telling you, man, I, I that, that's it's not that easy. So, <laughs>
1: Take it from James Camacho. It's not that
0: easy. <laughs> it's not, man. People, people are dumb. Anyways, so um, I want to hear more high school shit. So, like.
1: Oh God. Yeah, um
0: can You can give me another example where someone like I don't, I don't get off on these, but like I think it's very interesting to hear these stories about like, you getting. Yeah, you, like, you do. You totally get right? off on
1: them. I know you do. Well, I
0: just think it's <laughs> it's, it's crazy and interesting. I'll, let me share with this. So, I said this on the podcast before, but there was a girl that I went to school with in elementary school. And people called her, like, they called you Kunja, right? That was your name. They probably didn't even know you, they probably knew your name, but They knew was, I
1: was Indian, and that's why I was called Kunja.
0: So there was this girl called Pooja. What's her name? Pooja, Pooja.
1: Pooja, Pooja, okay, so, Indian. And
0: I don't know what she's doing now. I, I she like, moved out, but man, like, I always think about, like, classic, like, Horrific bullying. I mean, she got it from everyone—guys, girls, like even like teachers. Kind of really didn't do anything. Like, people would call her. People, if dude touched her, people would say you had puja germs.
1: And would, like <gasps> fucking hag.
0: Yeah, and it got it get to the point where like it was just like everyone would do it. Even people that were like like not really dick. Like you had obviously the bully bullies who were, like just. Go up to her, slap her in the in the in the in the shoulder, oh. and then like giving it to someone else. But oh
1: my god, I, think, I just think like,
0: and I I from the last time like, I kind of like I was on a Facebook wormhole. It's like maybe eight years ago. I looked her profile and like I think she had moved. She had like a boyfriend, so maybe like, it looks like she now is like just a regular life. And but I I I. I I just know that, like, that experience definitely scarred her, you know, and, like, Yeah. that's just like, oh, it's just so fucking terrible, and um, I feel bad for her, and um, I hope Well,
1: I-, I mean, look, I think, I think in some ways we are resilient, and the things that happen to us when we're teenagers, I think we can get over that, yeah. you know, things that happen to us in our childhood and, and teenage years, unless, obviously... Unless they were really horrendous, right? But um, I got made fun of a lot for um, just the, the hair, the hairiness thing. Yeah. It was a lot. And I was very hairy, you know? Um, I'm still very hairy. I just take care of my like room, like a crazy person. So it's yeah. better. But um, like I remember guys would make fun of my arm hair. It's right, and... huh? right to your face. Huh?
0: It's right to your face
1: yeah straight to my face straight to my face i'd go to lunch and there were these two kids who would just make fun of me every day it was like my mustache then my um the 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 you know unibrow the arm hair um they would call me like they just call me horrendous names and I remember I'd like go home and cry and of course my parents had no idea but I uh, I have an older sister and she would be like just just say like say it back to him be like what are you jealous that you can't grow a mustache you know of, of course God. like the worst the worst advice ever so one day I went back and I was like you're just jealous cuz you can't grow a mustache <laughs> And of course he's like you're disgusting you're an ape you're a gorilla like that's the kind of stuff he said back to me and it got to be so bad that I was so terrified of, like, running into these kids. And, like, I didn't want him to see me cry. Like, I never cried around him. And I, I, I would always try to fight back that I stopped going to the cafeteria during lunch. And I just went to the library. And I ate by myself every single day for the rest of the year, my freshman did year you, in high school. Did
0: you eat there? No. Huh? You, you can't eat in the library. So you, did you eat lunch? Oh, I think
1: the librarians had, like pity on me
0: so they knew you were escaping I would like
1: be crying in the library oh wow yeah
0: Mm -hmm. did anyone did anyone talk to you in the the librarians talk I mean what are they
1: gonna do you know they're like what's wrong I'm like nothing
0: but you watch (laughs) all those movies where you know some whatever the fuck teacher comes and like I
1: feel like I feel like teachers can only do so much and I feel like even if a teacher defends you which a couple times the teacher did have to defend me in class and again just just i don't know it was horrific and humiliating like this one girl um she stopped the entire class and she was like sonia has armpit hair oh my God. and my mom hadn't taught me how to like shave yet right and i would tell my mom like you have to do something about this but again like my mom wasn't around all that much so i did i did have armpit hair and she was like, she stopped the class and she was like telling the teacher. She was like, she's disgusting. She has armpit hair. And um, and then the teacher was like, what are you doing? And she was like, raise your arm. Let the whole class see. Like, you're disgusting. And I was just like so embarrassed. And I'm like, I'm not going to raise my arm. I'm not going to raise my arm. And the teacher was actually like, just raise your arm. Yeah. yeah
0: and then what did you
1: did you i don't even like it was he was humiliating just humiliating the
0: teacher goes just raise your arm so we can get oh we can get back because well, he mom. would be like
1: do you have arm hair?" and i'm like no of course i lied and he's like well then just raise your arm and he was a dude like i don't think he understood yeah um i don't know it was it was bad you know so Yeah. What are you going to do i mean I, and again though it's like i kind of got over it in college because like i just learned how to groom better and um yeah. and then it just wasn't an issue anymore but i think it was more it was less about the hairiness like i think for me it was just like people are so cruel like i think that's what i learned during that time is that people are horrible yeah
0: it's, it's not as I don't want to, it's hard to say it has nothing to do because obviously that's what people are commenting on but it's
1: like you don't have it's to, if you have nothing nice to say then don't say it you know but that's not how i mean look you had you you yourself said like everyone was like puja germs like that's they what, you didn't you, you're say
0: saying it's like you realize how cruel people are that's what you yeah. come to realize when yeah it's like a, a, a normal person with a heart and i guess a mature person so well, that's you know this is what high school we're talking about so you're fucking brat you know everyone's an asshole but and not mature um yeah it makes you like i was just gonna answer that like i'm lucky like i had a little like you're fat you know i used to give like but nothing like that like that so when these happen like that's what like so that happens like raise your arm the teacher goes raise your arm. like what's your mindset like the rest of the day just just just. oh i just
1: felt human you you feel like you were naked in front of the whole class you feel like everyone saw like every you know you just feel completely exposed and that's how i felt and i felt really alone i spent a lot of time by myself and i think when i was younger that's what like i was just like i was convinced that it was just me like i had no one to turn to yeah and i was alone and i had to like fend for myself and but i also think it made me incredibly independent yeah you know so I don't know i feel like that's the good thing that came out of it like if i ever had a problem i'd always be like i gotta figure this shit out on my own
0: that's good yeah you know. it's good it's definitely good because you're very independent which is it's huge um but like this the reality of world the especially the business we're in is like you need help from other
1: people yeah of course of course yeah that's... i mean you realize that later but you know the bullying, I, th- I feel like there was something about me. I don't know if it was like my energy or something. Like it was just the energy of somebody who was kind of like beaten down. And I think people can sense that. Yeah. Um, because even my first job at a college, I worked at an investment bank and um, the the women would like, they would be fake nice to me. And then they would like, I would be late a lot, right? Like that was my thing, I was always late. Because um, it was like, it's impossible. It's impossible. I don't know how people do it. Like we we would work till four in the morning and then we'd have to be back at work at like eight
0: 8.30. A lot of drugs. That's like
1: investment banking hours, right? So, and the women were like, they were just so fake nice to me and they'd always rat on me when I was late. So, and I thought they were like protecting me initially because they were so nice to me. And then I learned, obviously, because I got in trouble, I learned like, oh, these bitches are just, against me so i think for a long time i just had this idea that like i couldn't trust women either like you know what i mean like and then it just reinforced like that that thing of like being alone and having to fend for yourself um
0: yeah i i can't even the corporate world i have no idea but um i I can't even imagine like i i don't doubt that that they were just fake nice to you and then they just behind your back rat on you or just like you know yeah, like and I just
1: I, I mean I cry a lot like that's what happened. I cried a lot like, cry out. So, <laughs>
0: did you did you have um did you have any friends like was there like a one person at least yeah
1: yeah I did I mean in okay. high school like as high school went on I I had more friends yeah. um and by okay. senior year like I just got involved in a lot of like activities so by senior year I was I was better and nobody was making fun of me as much um So that's fine. Like I think I did better, uh, and I did. I did get friends. I mean, they were also nerdy friends, though. They were also like the the other kids that got made fun of, or you know, just like we stuck to ourselves, like the weirdos.
0: Yeah, but that's you know, friends. You know, especially I tell my girlfriend all the time because she's going, you know, girl drama all the time. It's just like. Yeah, just stick with people that really are gonna be there for you. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if they're look, if someone's cool, hot, gonna get you in these parties, but they fucking will turn their back on you or you know, they don't answer their goddamn phone when you're trying to get in a party, then that's not the person. You know, you want the person that's gonna be like, Oh, he can't come in. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go to a bar. Fuck it. Fuck it. You know, that's you want true friends, you know. But I think when we were younger, I was the same way. I just want to hang out with brat guys I to hang out with the popular kids. I want to get in this party, that party. And I had a lot of friends. I mean, I don't want to say-
1: everything. But were they like real friends? I had a lot of re- or- real
0: friends that were nerdier and like, and uh, I lost uh, touch with them because they just weren't, I just started getting into like hanging out with the cool crowd. And I just kind of was like, it wasn't like a uh, an actual like, ah, fuck these people. It was more just like, hey, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna rather spend my time with these people.
1: Yeah. I mean, I get that, but, like, I did have really good friends, and then in college, I had great, like, I will say this, in college, I had these great girlfriends, and, you know, it it changed my thinking, college really helped a lot, I think, because, you know, it was the first time, like, guys found me attractive, and... So you sort of shed that stuff that you hold on to in high school if if the experiences start being better. And I had, like, great girlfriends. And to this day, like, I have really good girlfriends and I have really good guy friends. And so I'm kind of grateful that I had that experience Uh, because you learn learn that it's, like, it's not the little bubble that you have is not the whole world. Yeah, and I think that's what I learned is like that little experience I had was like in one corner of the world and there's a whole world out there so if those aren't your people you can find your people like you said
0: yeah yeah it, but it's just so tough when you're in it you know the... oh yeah
1: I, that's, I I have to say like high school is those four years were probably the worst in some ways the worst four years of my life which and you know which is not so bad because I'm a grown up now <laughs> and so if that was the worst of it <laughs> I'll be okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, a couple more questions. Um, did you Did you go to prom?
1: Yes, I did. But again, <laughs> my friends had to like beg a guy to go with me. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, So
0: I, you know, I had to do that for one of my friends because oh, he didn't have a well. He didn't have a date, and his other girl didn't have a date. And he was not attracted. He just didn't want to, he's, he just held up for a song, but it got to the point where like, bro, there's are just two, two, two comics left. Like, like just two people left. That's it, <laughs> you two, male, female, you just gotta do it, you know? And he asked her and, but yeah, they had to like, we, uh, it was basically, we all had to like find someone. For the, the guy uh, I
1: went to prom with was I think a sophomore. And oh, he had oh, braces. Wow. And okay. he was not attractive either. How did
0: you yeah. how, why, why did he get the privilege of uh, going with I you? I think
1: he, one of my friends like asked him or something like that. I don't remember. I don't. I put that out of my prom. Oh, my God, prom was the worst. Wait,
0: what? what oh, you and
1: think? you know what happened at prom? What happened? We went to a comedy club what? in the city. Ooh. And the comedian fucking made fun of me. Oh.
0: You remember who, where, when? No,
1: I don't remember.
0: remember. A club.
1: It was probably like the cellar or something, you know. Oh, wow. Something maybe one of the ones on like McDougal.
0: You don't remember? I feel like I would.
1: Since you do comedy. You, you like know you why? Could... Because I didn't do comedy back then.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I
1: think at that point, like I was like, I'm never going to a comedy club ever again in my life.
0: Okay, so this is a perfect set. Why? How did you start doing comedy?
1: Okay, so I can't believe I ever told you the story. It was a complete accident, complete accident. Yeah. I moved to LA after like doing that horrible banking job for a year or so. Like I moved to LA to be an actress and I went to acting school and um, I was working like doing a bunch of student films and stuff like that. And I just wasn't getting like my SAG waivers. I wasn't getting tape, you know? And so I was a year in having done like a a bunch of projects but I just had like nothing to show for it and my neighbor my very like my next door neighbor and his roommate they were like my best friends so we used to like I used to hang out there all the time but he was a stand-up comedian and I used to go to his shows at like the comedy store and um and one day I was like you know hysterically crying being like I hate my life, this is never gonna happen for me like just, just completely yeah. having a meltdown. And he's like, You should be a comedian. Uh, perfect. <laughs> You're crying, you hate yourself. Yeah. I got the job for you, buddy. Yeah. And of course but no, but my reaction was like, I'm a thespian. Like I was like really funny at home you know um and with my friends like when i was alone with them but he finally like convinced me he was like you are funny and he goes take a class and if you don't like it i will pay for it oh wow and that's how he got me to like i took a class at flappers in la oh
0: yeah flappers
1: I, you know flappers oh, right of
0: yeah i know flappers yeah, yeah. So, and
1: I remember the first time I had the mic in my hand, like we just had to go up and like talk about our life. Yeah. And I went up and I like, I was not trying to be funny and they were just cracking up Oh wow. and there was something that happened. I can't even explain it, but it's like something felt right. Mm -hmm. Just having that mic in my hand, having the voice and that's it. And then from then on, it was like,
0: that's it. Just kept going, going. I felt that too when I went on. I was nervous yeah. as fuck, but.
1: But what was your first time going on stage?
0: Well, my, you know, my first set I did was actually when I was like 12 or 11. But What? it was at like a, it was like a, not talent show, but like I had a really alternative English teacher in the seventh grade where she, That's great. Every one Friday of the month, she would, no lecture. She would just do a coffee house where people could do their homework, like a study hall kind of, but. That's so cool. To, It was very cool. Yeah. Miss Nalabin, I remember. Um, And you can get up in front of the, it's so crazy to think that was like what, 10 years ago. She's probably fucking old now, but she was like in her 20s. I was taking the class. But anyway, so you can, if you wanted to, you can sign up and get in front of the class, do poetry, do reading, do whatever. And I just, I remember I just, I was very into like South Park. So I would, my, my nights would be like 9 p.m., Chappelle show, 9.30, South Park. And then 10 p.m. would be like, Prank Yankers, and then there would be like a Comedy show. Oh, Center I love Crank
1: Yankers, I love Yeah,
0: Frank there Yeah, so Comedy Central had a really strong lineup. Yeah, uh, they
1: did. I mean, I love Chappelle Show too, of course, obviously. Yeah, this
0: is when Chappelle Show was just coming out. So yeah. I remember seeing stand-up. I remember just howling, laughing. at uh, I think it was Dane Cook's Comedy Central Presents. And I just went up and like I just did Dane Cook's jokes. For, uh, <laughs>
1: You stole your jokes on your phone.
0: I, I literally wrote every my whole arm. I, wrote, <laughs> I had a Dasani water bottle for a microphone. And I, I was, no, I so much, I was like, smearing. The whole thing was smearing. And I remember going up there and I forgot my opener and I just went right into the first thing I could think of. And I, I killed. And I just remember feeling like, you know, everyone's looking at you and laughing. So there's that we yeah. like like I never felt that before. It felt great. And even like the coolest kid um in the school, he was in my class. I got off and he's literally like he pulled up a chair next to him, like, you could sit with us for today. Like it was
1: Oh wow, you was like okay.
0: Yeah, it was right. And then the next day I tried. He was like, You oh. <laughs> got um, But yes, yeah, so that was the first time. But the then I took a I took a comedy class I got them.
1: Oh like, yeah, okay. Right, because you start in New York, yeah.
0: Yeah, which you know, if anyone's any newer, I think there's a lot of comics that do watch, uh, listen to the show, but it's like, I don't want to say taking a comedy class is gonna get you in anywhere, but, and you just take a class if you have the money and if you feel like you should, because it helped me a lot. Like it's led to more than just comedy class, you know? It's led to connections and like, you know, Gotham is a club that like, I like I'm, you know, Got my toe in, literally just my yeah. toenailing. So, but um, it's all about what you do with it. Anyway, so I get, I take the class. First time, it was just going up there saying, Hi, my name is. But then we did a set maybe like a week or two later, like we wrote two minutes, we did it. And I was nervous. I wasn't as nervous as the first time, but I do remember feeling the microphone in my hand on stage. I just, it did feel right. It, there There's was something right? Yeah, There's it something, right? Yeah, it felt right. And, that's it like uh it was like a good set by any means obviously not but like oh yeah i mean
1: i was a terrible i mean my i i can't even i have my very first set recorded still i have it
0: i've been on the cd somewhere I gotta find
1: and it, it is so bad oh my god you know but i think that's what you need you need like this i think you need a lot of um confidence and you need people to really support you because everything I said hit. Every single thing.
0: Well, you know what? It's funny, because that's what a comedy class is good for. You'll have like yeah. people that support you. It's a nice little cushion to start off, but yeah. then you get kicked off that ledge, basically. You get yeah. away from the bird's nest when you start You get
1: kicked that. off that ledge, Like I think, around year two.
0: Oh, you were year when- two.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like my first year, I had a lot of support, and I like did a bunch of bringer shows for the first six months and stuff. You know, so like I had, I was like on this high, I was flying high for so long, and then um, second year, I started doing real shows, you know, and not like bringers, yeah. and it was just brutal. <laughs> like, it was like Icarus falling.
0: Yeah, I I, I started doing old like mics pretty like I think the second or third week after the class, and I remember my first bomb. Like, it was the third mic I did, or second mic maybe, but it was at UCB um, East, which is closed now.
1: Oh, the one that closed down? The one next to two boots? Yeah, that was my first
0: bomb where no one laughed at anything. And it was was, uh, the first one. I won't forget it.
1: But I think, like, it's you're in denial. You know, you're like, oh, these people don't know I'm funny. And you keep going. And I think that denial helps in your first, like, two years. I
0: I remember the first bomb, I was, like, shook. I was, like, what the? Like, nothing? Like, nothing. (laughs) This is getting nothing. Not
1: even drones. It was just silence.
0: Silence. And I remember, I don't forget this. I was doing this joke, and I still didn't know how to mic the mic stand work. I didn't know, you know, your twist. I didn't know any of that shit. So I had my hand on the, the top of the mic stand. I'm doing a joke. And I'm about to deliver the I'm, I'm bombing the whole time. And this is about three minutes in. I'm about to do a joke that's, you know, in your mind, you think, all right, maybe this will get a laugh. So I'm setting this joke up, about to get to the punchline, getting to the last line. And then the fucking I let go of the thing. And it just <laughs> And I, I, I said the last line, so like, I heard it. And I just got off. And it was just like that, you know, that awkward like, all right, that, that's it for me. And then,
1: yeah, you're like, thank you so everyone much. For else,
0: yeah, yeah, and everyone else. now I look back at someone like I see people bomb like that. I open mics, and you just don't care. You just, imme- the first thing you think is like, oh, this guy's new, like that's all you think, like,
1: uh, yeah, you
0: know, he's got but right. I mean,
1: I give every like new comic credit because it is so hard. Like, those first couple years, you know, I don't think anyone's like really funny in their first couple years because they don't really found their voice. I think that you're just still trying to figure it out, you, you um, to open mics. huh? You go to open mics, though? No.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't been to one in a while. I've, I just don't know. I'm just that. Yeah, lot. I
1: think that's what it is. I just don't even know where to go. I should. I probably should, you know?
0: Nah, I, just, I don't know, dude. I mean, like, if I, like the tonight, I'm not. It's, like I want to get on stage, but I'm not going to go do an open mic to be on stage.
1: Yeah, I guess don't. I just. I don't. It's not like I have anything against them or I think I'm better or anything like that, like too good for them, but I just feel like it's just not something I think about anymore. Uh, because we're doing shows all the time, you know, and that could be why. I don't know.
0: I just don't like doing them. I don't think I get much out of it. I'd rather, I have a better chance of tweeting it, the joke or. Yeah, you know.
1: I think you're right. I think at some point you need a real audience because I feel like um, at Mike's also, there's a skewed sense of what's funny.
0: Oh, a terrible sense of what's right? funny. Right? Comments are going to laugh at is not.
1: Is well, they not laugh funny. at like each other. Like you laugh at your friends' jokes and that's it.
0: Well also you laugh at horrific shit, you know.
1: Yeah, you laugh at dirty shit, you laugh at yeah, exactly. So I don't think it's like I think at some point you need a real audience to really gauge what's funny and what's not.
0: Mm-hmm. So There was a there was a time where I remember doing open mics and I was starting to do shows and I had to like relearn how to do comedy for audience. When
1: about. was this? Like
0: after like I was like a year or two in, I started doing more like I just do more shows. Like I was still doing mics but I was doing a lot more like shows. Yeah. I just remember thinking like, Oh, this is like different energy. I I remember
1: yeah, I remember making that shift. I mean I did mics for a long time though. I mean don't get me wrong. Even when I moved to New York, like I did I did every mic, I think. You know. So I did mics for a while. Probably until I don't know, four or five years in before i stopped doing my and i don't i don't even think like i thought about it i think it's just kind of naturally you don't you just stop doing them you know
0: yeah i don't miss them that's one thing i think i guess
1: i don't miss them either i don't miss them but i think when you're a new comic it's nice because like that's where you also get a community yeah you make your friends and stuff there at least well, um, I think the
0: friend, you make your friends, and then it just depends on who sticks around, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Now,
0: now I think the you kind of start to see your class and the people that are coming up with you, and that's kind of where you really start making your friends, you know? In the beginning, yeah. so many people, you know?
1: I think now it's, like, people who are, like, decent human beings and funny. Like, that's kind of yeah. Yeah. who I consider to be my friends.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Because I um, mean...
0: All right, so Sonia, where can uh, where can people? Oh, before here's, a, here's here's the last question.
1: Okay.
0: Um, if you can go back in high school and change anything,
1: oh my god,
0: what would you change?
1: I would wax my entire body.
0: <laughs> yeah, just just get that makeover.
1: I would just get that makeover. I'd have contacts on. You, I don't know that I idea? would. Because that's not that's that's totally
0: that's totally reasonable. Did you have any idea like? I gotta get rid of this. Are we like I'm stuck? Right? No, because
1: I'm telling you, like th- I think the thing that really messed me up is like my mom has no, my mom has like no body hair.
0: Right. So she never, she didn't even know. Like, she, couldn't even- she
1: didn't even know. Like she never, she's never had to shave her legs a day in her life. Wow. My mom, my aunts, my grandmother, like just. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I actually don't think I would change anything. I really don't. Okay. I think that whatever happened, like you said, I think it made me a better person. I think I'm more empathetic. I think I take people for who they are rather than, like, look for superficial things in them. And so, I don't know. I I guess I wouldn't now. Like, I made it. I'm, I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm living my dream, and I have to believe that that had some role. So, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I think
0: oh. I'd changed my dad. I think that's who I would You're change. Your dad? <laughs> I think
1: I'd change him now if I could <laughs> I'm Like, do you want you wanna swap, James?
0: God. You wanna swap? Oh man, I don't know.
1: My my dad doesn't know I do comedy.
0: Really? Yeah. I guess you don't do you not post on social media that you do it and shit?
1: No, you I do. Know? My parents are not on social media.
0: Oh wow, that's great. Yeah, I, I didn't tell my dad, but he I, he knows. But,
1: so you did tell him eventually, or no? No, I
0: never told him. I I just found, you know, you know, my mom found out, and then my uh, my uncle, as uh, you know, I have cousins, you know, so they probably told, and then he's on the phone. With Wait, did you
1: have your mom and dad ever come to see you? No. No. What does your mom think?
0: My mom doesn't even care. My mom right now, I, in the beginning, she didn't think it was a real thing, like a real job. Yeah. And I just kept doing it had some success with it i was making some money and i made start making some money so now she's like now she's supportive like she's not telling me okay i like, do other shit in my life but she she doesn't think any, like it's just my job like she yeah that's this is what i do like yeah. i said she 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 started off very uh, you know strict and asian and and, shit, and then she has let up uh considerably
1: well i think that's good yeah i I want my dad to find i want my dad to like be flipping channels on television you on tv and just just see me performing on tv and then be in denial that it's his daughter you know
0: i don't know i think i think every parent uh most parents are gonna be upset or not supportive but then if you start making money they they
1: i think that's yeah i think that really does make a difference
0: then they feel special
1: yeah then they're like oh my kid made it you know
0: i look look at what my sperm did Hell yeah.
1: yeah, I especially for like I I don't know I'm sure it's true for Asian you know your mom too but it's like when you can make money at it, they almost don't care what it is.
0: Yeah, like, I mean my mom still gives me like, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be all right, you know a lot of times you're gonna be all right.
1: Yeah, I'm like yeah, I
0: mean, it's I there's no certain I never say so certain certainty. Cause I can't be like I, I because got. Cause you're I like I don't know, you know.
1: Yeah, I, cannot,
0: I, I could just not get booked for. I, it's it's totally out of my control right now, you know. Yeah. But, but it's worked. It's been working for a while now. I just gotta like, you know, just keep uh keep getting better. Cause once I get old, I'm fucked. You
1: know. No, you're not. You have a PhD. Uh...
0: Oh, the girlfriend.
1: That's gonna real make like you have a girlfriend who's gonna be making money pretty soon. So it's so
0: funny, like everyone, the, like I, I have a joke about that, but like that joke only came from like people like commenting on that. Like, well, I never believe really you. True,
1: you like hit the jackpot. I, but I, it's,
0: I, and like she doesn't believe me when I say this, but I never think of it that. I never think of her that way. Like, yeah, I'm set for life, man. <laughs> I think of it like that, I really don't. I just think like this girl like supports me, and like that's all I really fucking give a shit about in my life.
1: And... I know, but come on. Jay. I met her. She's beautiful. She's super smart. She's obviously incredibly smart because she's a Ph.D. student and she's going to be making real money one day. So you like hit the jackpot. All right. This no, is I the best the- you can this is the best you're ever going to do. All right, <laughs> James, like, don't fuck this up. <laughs> I'm just
0: yeah, I, all, like, I I totally acknowledge that. But like, I'm just saying, like, I never it, it never was came to me until it only I only know because other people would bring it up to me. Does that make well, sense? Yeah,
1: because you're a good guy. You're not dating her because of, like, her PhD. You're not dating her because of her, like, uh, earning potential. No, no. So. I mean, that's so earning potential. Like, she it, has real earning potential. So do we. No, we does. do, too. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do, too. And, um, but, uh, you know, obviously with, uh, with her shit, it's like, oh, like, you will make money. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, it is guaranteed. For yeah. us,
0: it's like I could be fucking uh I don't want to say any names. All right. Yeah. Let's uh so sonia, tell people where they can find you. Um and uh I... high school. <laughs> so, so Never <laughs> i to be honest, I'm so happy you don't have any spots tonight. It makes me feel less shitty. About my night.
1: Oh, thanks. My misery is your happiness. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I fucking hate LOL. I want to throw, I want to destroy this app. It just, I,
1: I want to get back, I want to get back to doing stuff there, though. I will say this about LOL as much as people shit on it, it is great stage time.
0: It's, it's good, hard stage time. It's a good, uh, but it
1: makes you better, right? Don't you feel it's so much better? And it's the only place in New York where. You can do 10 minutes on a check spot. Like, think about doing 10 minutes. I mean, we do 10 minutes plus now, right? right. But I remember when I first moved to New York. Like, you, you're you're hoping you can get 10 minutes. Like, yeah. I'm hoping. And and now and there, it's like if you can get checks there and you're a newer comedian. suddenly you get to do 10 minutes like every you know week, a couple times a week.
0: You're right. And but that's. I don't think we're at that and that's point.
1: just checks sorry go ahead. Yeah,
0: but it's like it's like that's definitely true but like for me at least like i'm not at that point anymore where it's like like i go there because like yeah i want to work on shit. but dude if you're reeling in the type of money you are and you you refuse to pay people it, i know i it, mean i don't like that it, either yeah. but, that's, yeah. but when you're in the beginning when you're like especially when you get off mics and stuff oh it's heaven you know and yeah then, you're getting that muscle but like at that point at this point it's just like
1: well yeah no i think it's different now but even now like if you were to go up you get on a regular spot you get 15 to 20 minutes right and where do you get that like even the seller doesn't get i mean obviously the seller's the seller so don't get me wrong but the seller you don't get those kinds of spots
0: yeah i don't yeah um i mean I get, I mean, I get some here and there, obviously, but it's like. Well, if you're
1: if you're huge, you know, maybe if you're like, if you've been there forever and you've, you're or you're a huge comic, yes. But if you're a comic there, I don't think you do more than ten minutes. At the seller. Yeah.
0: Oh, I think it's like I think a, a normal spot's fifteen, but then since since they have so many people drop in, and shit, it always gets knocked. Down. Well, that's what
1: I mean. I think it winds up being like ten minutes, but it's still it's still the seller. It's a mate. Like I'm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. Yeah. You know. It's nothing, I'm not shitting on the cellar at all. Like, I love, money. I would love it's, to be in the cellar
0: You know, when you do those spots there, you're going to get paid. You know, yeah. For any, for any I
1: think event. that's the difference. It's like, it's better run. It's more professional. You know, you have like great audiences who love to see, like, who want to see comedy to come see you. I mean, it, it is the best place to be. But I don't know. I, I guess LL is a good workout room. That's what I think it is. It's good workout time.
0: Yeah. yeah. But all right. Just different so- for what it is. Tell people where they can uh, they can find you.
1: Okay, well I don't have a spot tonight, as James likes to remind me uh, no. again and again. Um, but what is today? Friday.
0: Yeah, Friday.
1: Uh, tomorrow I'm at Broadway at 8 p.m.
0: This is gonna come out for like a week or so.
1: Okay, well then I don't. I guess mean, like, find me on media. IG.
0: Social media. Yes. Yeah, Instagram. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, Sonia Vi Comedy. That's, that's Comedy. Yeah, that's where I put all my shows. So. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. you. Thank you so much for having me. This was
0: fun. Thanks for doing it. Guys, go check out Sonia. She's fantastic. Um, And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you.